Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the very face of Mount Zeitmore. She is the brilliant, the hilarious, the talented Olympic. Jamie Lofton! A.K.A. Straight out of Brockton. I'm an ice resurfacing Zammy. Can't make an emoji, so people call me Yammy. Never called soft. That's not my dentist cough. My mouth was open and she sneezed with her mask off. <laughs> mask off. That's Shout out from Brockton Uncle Mass. Brew. Shout out Brockton Mass every day, uh, yeah. all the time. I was just—I'm not joking. I just watched a—I watched a little poopy again over the weekend. Brockton legend. I know. How's he doing? It was an old video. I was telling—I was—I didn't tell something. I thought of something that I—you ever do this where you were going to offer something in a conversation and then you don't say it, and then you think of it later, like, wait, I want to explore that curiosity on my own that i didn't have <laughs> yeah. the courage to say out loud and then i just watched the, the first little poopy video i'm like yeah he has something going little poopy little poopy was such a yeah that was that was a big local moment everyone was so excited there's like wh one exciting thing happens in brockton every mm, six to seven years what's the what was what's been since little poopy and he was on the rap life with jermaine dupree <sighs> The most the most recent thing that's happened in Brockton that everyone I know from high school was really on top of was that they filmed a couple scenes from uh, the new Adam McKay movie about climate change in Brockton. OK. And uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Timothy Chalamet were making out in Brockton. Hey. That was pretty exciting for us. It's kind of fucked up because Brockton is used in movies every once in a while, but it's only used to be like, hey, isn't this a fucked up looking place like <laughs> it's like the po the apocalypse yeah brockton appears in the movie detroit as detroit <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> like, it's a brocolypse you know yes it's, yeah, yeah a brocolypse now. now but brockton's misunderstood it's the greatest place in the world and yeah. you know that because uh, Timothy Chalamet uh, was kissing <laughs> there exactly. would he kiss just anywhere i don't think so no definitely no. not uh, I I miss Lil Poopy, but uh, he's is he still out here? What what's? I haven't I mean, heard. I don't know if, is he about Lil Poopy in a while, and now he's he, like okay. adult Poopy. Yeah, now he's like big Poopy. Yeah, he's compacted <laughs> shit in the colon. Like I don't know what he is now, but he's he's Mister uh, Shit. <laughs> yeah, Mister Mister Feces Mr. to you. <laughs> JB, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? that is revealing about who you are, what you're up to, uh, that sort of thing. You know, I've been doing, I got these two two big-ass dogs, man. So, you know, watching a big-ass dog is a, is a chore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm telling you, man. If, if, How big are we talking? I got, a, I got two Gordon Setters, man. Uh, they're both two-year-old two uh, siblings. See, here's the thing that they have not developed yet is, maybe it's out there, but I've been, I've been Googling and see if they have a power washer for a fucking dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Some, something that can get down, so not yeah. hurt them, but right. get into the fur and clean it real good from their from their skin outward and pull all the grime and dirt because these dogs mm. run around and fight all goddamn day. 
got slobber all over their goddamn neck. <laughs> like anything you think of, these dogs, these dogs wrestle. They fucking dive in the pool sometimes. I got time to get the fuck out the pool. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, right. So and they go behind my trees. Like I got a, a I got a row of trees, privacy trees. They they go right. behind the trees and run between the trees and the fence. They squeeze yeah. behind there. Oh, so. they, they they hunt for lizards all day. They love it. <laughs> right. These, they know they love fucking lizards, man. They mm. love them. Like I love candy fish. They like right, fucking yeah. lizards. They fucking yeah. love them. And they just chase <laughs> lizards all day. Anything that moves every morning, these fucking ducks, these fucking crazy ducks land in my pool every morning. And every morning I, I open my eyes because I have my little patio door open. I can see the pool when I get up and the and the fucking ducks, two or three ducks. A fan, it's a family of them. I and they, I mean, how many times I say, get the fuck out of my pool, they come back every morning. Like, ducks don't understand uh, profanity or English at yeah. all. You know? Yeah, they don't Famously. respond well to You, you figure by now, they, yeah. they would know, get the fuck out of my pool, because right. I say it enough times, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure I'm not the only one in the neighborhood where, right. these, pool, where these fucking dudes are using a landing pad, pad into my damn pool every morning, and my dogs love to chase them. So every yeah. morning, I open the door, let the dogs chase them away. It's, it's a game now. Right. Animals, yeah. animals play games with each other. You know that? Right. The, the ducks are fucking with the dog. The squirrels are fucking with the dogs. The squirrels yeah. sit on top of the fence knowing the dogs can't reach them. And their, right. tail, and their tail is just fucking moving like, like a, like they're just like, waving ah, their tail. You mad, you mad. You can't, you can't get <laughs> yeah. this, baby. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got right. a fucking ladder, a doggy ladder. But I was searching to see if there's any way I can get down without having to scrub. I, I spent an hour a piece on these dogs watching them, you know. So I was looking yeah. for this mobile, uh, several mobile doggy groomers. Right. They, they got a van. It's equipped with all the shit they need. You know, they got the water built in already, and they wash your dog for you. Right. Mm. Wash your dog. Then they do something where, for no charge, no extra charge, they do the anal glands or some shit like that. Yeah, I said, what the fuck? The First, glands. I said, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Right, yeah. you feel me? What the fuck is that? And why is yeah. it free for you? <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Hey, the yeah. way I see it, if they offer it, it, it must be something that yeah. I'm supposed to be doing when I wash my dog. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And, I, yeah. and I'm, you know, I'm not qualified to do no anal, anal probing and shit. Anal right. Right. And shit. I'm not qualified for that shit. It's supposed to be just legendary stink. Now, that's my second things. search. So I was like, am <laughs> I supposed to, so I, I searched Google, am I supposed to, to check my dog's anal glands? You know right. what I'm saying? Just, just to make sure. You know, is this something I'm supposed to do while I'm washing them? You know, what the fuck? What is my responsibility to the to the anal glands of a dog? Right, as an owner, right. As an right. owner. So, but they, <laughs> right. they provide that service for you. They threw that in there. So I'm guessing that's what they do when it comes to mobile yeah. uh, groomer comes. So I'm trying it's to find this it's funny that you brought up the the pressure washer because I was just reading a story about the there was a like a car, like a self car wash place where the owners are getting mad because someone keeps bringing their horses there. Oh, and they're just hitting their horses with the car wash and then just getting out real quick. If you put, if you if you're <laughs> if you're further enough back and it's not you know the closer you get the more that's gonna hurt them. If you right, get right, far right. back now, it's gonna spread out. It's gonna spread and get nice. No, that was the idea. I think yeah. the same owner was like, "Yeah, this distance, I can get all my horses done in yeah. about fifteen minutes." Shit. Wait, one of those like sponge cave things? They were just riding their horse through that? Yeah, like no, no, no. You know how like the some of them, like you see them in L.A., like it'll be like a concrete stall. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You just go. Yeah. Self washing. Okay, yeah. Self car <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Not a drive. No. Not like hey, a I was ride through. A drive through. <laughs> not a bad, hey, not a bad fucking <laughs> idea though. Not a bad. Yeah, a, yeah. a horse is a fucking vehicle. So right. you, you can't sit there and say a horse is not a vehicle 
a right. horse classifies that's somebody that is someone's car. That yeah. horse is someone's transportation in their fucking car. So you right. can't exclude a horse from from the equation. That is a and vehicle. We measure all vehicles in horsepower. Hey, man. You know, like they're the hey, original vehicle. They're the original vehicle. Don't hate yeah. on, 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 this on is a, a landmark horse lawsuit. Hell yeah, man. Landmark. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated, Kate? Uh, okay. The number 420. Mm. Okay. Okay. It's, this is kind of a hot take, but it ties into what I think is underrated, mm. which is the number 69. Yeah. I think we talk about 420 a lot. Listen, I love weed. I smoke it pretty much every day in okay. some form. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think in in terms of like funny numbers and like good numbers, I think 69 is way better. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Way better. 420, like no one can get a straight story on what it even means. Like, is it like the police code for weed, like, or is it something else? Was it those else? old friends from the Northwest who yeah, started it? Th- yeah, that group of friends. Like, who cares? Like, no one knows. It's not a clear backstory. It's like confusing. It's I'm like, sixty nine is so you funny. get exactly what you're looking at. Yeah. sixty nine <laughs> is funny. Like, it's one of those things where like I'll be on Reddit and a upvote. I'll be I'll see something at sixty eight and I'll be like ah. <laughs> you, gotta, you know, maybe I'm gonna get that to 69, and then 420. <laughs> you just kind of see, and you're like, <laughs> and then you keep moving. Like, there's a little more mischief involved with 69 than 420. I, I, this is coming from somebody who, again, you heard my AKA. I love the weed. I have a fucking yeah. podcast called 420 Day Fiance, but it's not because I think this shit is like the funniest thing. It's just like shorthand for weed. Yeah. But yeah. whenever I show sure, your the 420 two, chest piece, Miles, show it. Oh, I'm actually getting it lasered off. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's, a, it's a whole, it's a whole story. Yeah. It's, a it's becoming like beer o'clock, right? Like it's. It, well, Joe, wasn't it? I think I was saying Joel Kim Booster. I think posted something about how at 420, especially like the holiday, because we just had the you know, quote unquote holiday or whatever. The day 420 feels like very specifically millennial, and will probably end with us because like now that we're in a re- world where there's recreational legal weed, right. it's not as countercultury. And I even find myself like having to, I did so much work on four. I've never worked harder on 420 in my life this last year. Oh yeah. Like, you were like, I'm like, <laughs> I was on like 900 live streams because I've yeah. distilled my whole identity to weed and like, yo, you got to come here, smoke this and talk about this. But it's it, like you were doing it, a 24 hour phone marathon. Like Le Mans like, of yeah. weed smoking. Uh, <laughs> it was just too much. But I think it does feel like now that it's gone, like it's not like, yo, we could get we can get kicked out of fucking everywhere for this shit. Now it's just like, can you smoke weed over there? It's, it's, right. it's yeah. losing its thing. I think there was a time when 420 like had a lot of magic to it, especially yeah. like when we were younger. You know, I was like. When I found out about 420, I was like, oh, my God, like, that's a funny number. Let's say it all the time. Let's put it in our AIM screen names, you know, <laughs> like. But now, now as I mature and weed is legal, yeah, it's <laughs> it's lost some of the magic. And I'm way more into 69 these days. And yeah, yeah, 69 so, is way funnier. 666. Where would you put that on the? Line? Oh, wow. 666, like, might be number two behind 69. Yeah, I think so. It's 666 cool. is great. 66.6, you know like any variation of 666. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that I think about what your take is, it's really about the offense that it causes. Right. Uh, because we live in a very puritanical society. The idea of 69ing right. can, you can, can cause an older person to be, oh, 
69 and 666 we got the whole satanic panic but again weed it's just not it's lost weeds lost that sort of ability to to access people's pearl clutching reflex yeah the edge isn't there the edge isn't there sorry grandma 69 is happening whether you like it or not (laughs) yeah so is do people like make a big deal of june 9th like does that come into play that's why I wanted oh, to bring shit. this up because I wanted to like soft pitch this to you guys. Like, what if we did make June 9th, like 69 day, and yeah. we like kind of like started? It could start right here on this podcast episode. Right. My, Maybe yeah, a campaign just... to get everyone 69ing on 69 yeah. or just celebrating 69 culture, which is, you know, mutually beneficial joy. Yeah. And, you know, come. Sexual exactly. liberation. Come. It's all about, it's all about dual come dual power yeah. um and now you know fuck d-day what the who gives a shit about june 6th you know what i mean yeah <laughs> wait, 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 june 9th oh my bad june 9th i'm thinking of june 6th june ni- wait six nine see i'm so bad with numbers june 9th what happened anything good i just want to make sure we're not uh we're not uh i don't want to step on another the it's Athenian like wait, coup of 411 if... bc and wow. Nero oh, took shit, his right. own life in ad 68 i do celebrate shit. the athenian coup Wow. Um, isn't 420 also like Hitler's birthday? Yeah. That- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and- that's, I guess we need something to overshadow that a little bit, but yeah. the, the Nazis already fuck with 420. I'm not saying like end 420 the holiday. I'm just saying like, let's build up June. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of for ending 420 as a holiday. It's because it's not a, ho- it's not really a holiday. You right. know what I mean? It's, and plus, I'm at this point, most of us now who are like used to be like, yeah, man, 420, I mean, we're smoking weed to fucking get by. So yeah. it's yeah. not the same shit Ta- where it's like, times are hard. Closer. Yeah, exactly. We need it now. Like, yeah, every day. I don't, I think 420 is great and we should continue to take it back from the Nazis. But I, I do like this idea of uh, number ranks. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's plummeting in yeah. terms of value. Yes. May 4th being uh, bringing up the rear, I'm assuming. Uh, may the fourth be with you. Yeah. With you. Um, yeah, that that can that's fine. Yeah, that can you know, <laughs> that can, can go stay. die somewhere. I mean, I uh, don't celebrate that one because I'm like not a Star Wars fan, but right. I celebrate that one by sixty nine. Uh, that's kind of yeah, a weird thing. Uh, you can celebrate uh, any <laughs> holiday by sixty nine. That's the beauty yeah. of sixty nine. <laughs> but I think it needs its own day. You know, like it needs yeah, yeah. six. I mean, it's so it's right there in the. In the numbers six right. nine, and yeah, June 9th is is lacking, yeah, uh, in terms of uh, like what actually you know, like there's not something huge happening. There's like a lot of historical things happening around that date, but nothing where you're like, oh right, six nine, right. So it's and like it's we beginning. need a we need a holiday at that time, like yeah, like a month before like Fourth of July ish. Like let's like have a holiday on June 9th. It's a good time for it. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is it. like kind of the beginning of horny season, the beginning yeah. of like horny summer. summer, horny yeah. summer vibes. Like, let's have a horny. We have no horny holidays. Like, I guess yeah. Yeah. Valentine's What's the horny Day high holiday. Valentine's Day is like the only horny holiday we have. And that I don't consider it. And that's like, laborious. No. It's yeah. like, that's like, that's like, if that's ho- the horniest we have, like, we can do better. It's, you yeah. know what? This is perfect because it's the solstice this year is June 20th. And you need like eleven days just to warm your body up for official horny season. So six nine, you six nine, get ready for June twentieth, longest day. Yeah, I mean yeah. the longest day to sixty nine. Yeah, let's have some babies born nine months. Actually, I guess not. <laughs> 
Ma- mouse babies. I don't know. Yeah, Mal- yeah. You, you can't have a baby from six and That's why it's that's, also that's it's also great, what's great. About it's what's it. great about it. <laughs> there you go. Why do you want to have one of those? Yeah. Let's let's keep it mouth baby only. Yeah, that sounds babies. like a Yahoo Answers question. Get <laughs> pregnant from sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is uh? I mean, I don't think I have to ask what's something that's underrated. I think we just are. That was it. That was it. Yeah. It's the relationship between 420 and 69. 69. Yeah. Damn. I've Hell been thinking yeah. about this a lot. Like, I'm I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. It's been on my mind. Yeah. They make it look as not they are numbers that make you laugh. But in terms of raw power, like yeah. you could power a, a car off of 69. Not I mean, six, 69, is, it transcends even being a number. Like, it is a picture. It's a painting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I think of like the first time my friend Ty, he was like a few years older than me. He told me, he's like, you know what 69 is? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. this, this is how you learn about shit when you're a kid. Yeah. And I was like, what the, what's that? He goes, it's a, so he's like, he's like, okay, so here's a six and a nine. And I was right. like, all right. And then he like, but then he took them and he like tried to manipulate them. So yeah. the, the tail of the six and the nine, they like went into each other. And he's like, and then that's like when you both do that. Stuff. And I'm like, okay, but what is, yes. what is head? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is very early on in my life. I was like, okay, got that part. Um, but I don't know what these other things. So she like about blows are. on it. What? A blow uh, job. Like, so there's wow. money. Like I, you, I really <laughs> it's took that so crazy. What the, it's so crazy when you're like a kid and you find out what blow jobs are. I remember yeah. being just like, that's not real. Like that's a joke. Like, who does? Like, that's stupid. That's where the pee pee goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your mouth? I was like so mm. blown away. And yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's forever funny. It's yeah. forever funny. It is. It's a fun like uh catching your parents having sex, gross, catching your parents sixty nine. <laughs> like funny. there's not like that's funny. You can't you gotta just wait be like, so Whoa! you would wait, would you rather <laughs> catch your parents sixty nine or having sex? I mean You'd rather I want them parents. under the covers, but No, like, you gotta see. You gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta fucking take this in with your yeah. eyes. Yeah. What's, what will cause less trauma, you think? 69 would cause less trauma because you'd yeah, have, because you'd have a funny. laugh about it. You'd have yeah, a laugh. You, you can't not like, laugh. what are you guys doing? What? Wait, Josh, the Okay. <laughs> just like, what are they? Because someone will have to say something <laughs> right. and they're going to have genitals in their mouth yeah, yeah, when they're yeah. like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Get out. Get out. Like, if, yeah. the, bir- if, the, like the, if the birds and the bees talk was just about 69ing and <laughs> not about anything else, like, actually, that'd be like way less pressure. Right. Yeah. That, oh, that would be shit. a great psychological experiment, like to do where somebody just explains that as the only sex act and see like how the person grows up, you know, like yeah. there are those psychologists who like raise their kids not knowing, like never describing a color or something like right. that. Or pain or using yeah. the word pain and using things like sensations. That's yeah. like a thing people try and do with language. One guy that, raised his kid uh, full Klingon uh, to see how that turned out. Cool. I mean, that would, I think that would create better outcomes, equitable outcomes uh, for people to know that it's about, you know, mutual satisfaction. Yes. Right. You know, 1690, yeah, yeah. I think by saying that you're already establishing the relationship of this synergistic sex act where one and the, the two people have to, to, to supply each other with the pleasure rather than like fucking. Cause yeah. then, you're gonna, then you'll go down something, just searching weird porno and you'd be like, oh, just, just pump away and that's it. Exactly. Right, getting in that good away. 69 literature. 
And it transcends like sexuality, gender, like yeah. anyone can 69 anyone. Like you don't have to presume your kids are going to be like doing, you know, yeah. straight, straight sex. Yeah. Right. It yeah, keeps yeah. it vague. Keep, no keep genital it vague. descriptions. Yo, keep your mouth vague. on their, what they got, their mouth on what you got. Yeah. That's it. That's all you and need to know. Get it popping, baby. That's mm. all you need to know. And they're like, uh, Mr. Gray, we, the, we've had a lot of complaints uh, for whatever you're teaching when you're substituting in the math class. What's so numbers, ain't oh, it? Oh, I got some math for you. Yeah. Okay. Six plus nine uh, equals a uh, satisfied partner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What are we learning about? Yeah. Oh, you only doing division yet? Okay. I forgot. Sorry, kids. Mm. I was just thinking the two things we've projected is a world where the Titanic doesn't sink in a world Yesterday, where 69ing yeah. is the basis for explaining all sex to people. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Incredible. Better world. Yeah. Chills. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Uh, underrated, and if any of you listeners follow my Twitter, you've seen me talking about this a lot recently, is this artist named Swarty. Swarty, and I texted Miles about this yesterday, Swarty is this artist who was formerly of the group The M Machine and has struck out on their own solo. I used to, I mean, struck out is, it, I feel like it's the wrong phrase because it means to go out on your own, but it also has the implication of like failing because you strike out. But like thank they've right. gone out on their yeah, own. To, home run on their own. own. Exactly. Home run yeah. on their own. Home run? As this, as this odd, <laughs> yes, in my personal opinion, as this artist Infield Swarty. Uh, Extra base hit. I think they knocked this one <laughs> out of the park rope, if I'm down being the third real. baseline. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but um, it's just, you know, in this time of everybody doing all of these like internet based live sets, like as music has tried to continue on in the world of places like Twitch and YouTube and live stream format, you see a lot of people doing performances where it's like their band or their DJ set either in front of a green screen or in their garage or something. And it's like, that's really all people have right now. It's like, I, I don't expect everyone to be performing on a fake, huge stage or even a real stage of any kind. But when someone takes the medium of like a film performance of some kind and really goes all out with it, I just have an extra appreciate for that appreciation for that. And this set from this festival called Secret Sky, hosted by Porter Robinson, this artist Swarty did probably my favorite performance I've seen over the last year. I could not recommend it enough. 35 minutes long, beginning to end, so well produced, directed by this like master puppeteer has all of this awesome music and awesome I just like I really can't recommend it enough so if you get an opportunity go look up Swarty Secret Sky set on YouTube and you will not be disappointed now we're gonna need a spelling on that because uh, when I google Swarty the first thing that comes up is Urban Dictionary a game played by homosexuals in which they use their penises in the place of swords replicating the popular sport of fencing Mm. uh it is, that, it is not that. So maybe okay. it's Swardy, Swardy, but it's S-W-A-R-D-Y. S-W-A-R-D-Y. Urban Dictionary fucking intro. Oh, fucking Mitch McConnell? <laughs> Urban Dictionary is what we have now that Yahoo Answers is gone. Uh, there, you yeah. there you go. <laughs> Just, but yeah, Swardy Secret Sky, S-W-A-R-D-Y Secret Sky set on YouTube. You just uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy 35 minutes of really enjoyable vibes and masterful puppetry. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Uh, oh, by the way, two things that have been recently, or I guess Anna was saying Chad uh, is something worth checking out mm-hmm. it, now, while we're talking about underrated shit. Oh, and yeah. I wanted to shout out shows on Amazon Prime. I'm on my second Amazon Prime streaming show that 
has no coverage. Like they, they don't even have reviews for the second and third season. Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. And it's fucking good, man. Compared okay. like Netflix is gets all the attention because everyone has it. Nobody really pays attention. But like I watched Patriot before. That show's fucking good. Uh and no, like you can't find very many people. There's just like a small subreddit talking about it. Yeah, it took somebody to tell me to watch it. Yeah. For me to watch it. That's the one where the dude is like the CIA spook, but he does like folk music. Yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah, it's good. Like it's I don't know. If it if it was on Netflix, people would be uh talking a lot about that. But both instead those shows. it's on Earthfucker Bezos channel. Right. Yeah. So it gets all wanna, this bad press. I feel like he gets too much bad press, and I just want to <laughs> shout him out. Uh is his brand toxic? Yeah. <laughs> is it affecting other people associated? <laughs> but oh, like boy. for these people who are making good shows that are just getting buried on his shitty platform. Like getting to see Billy Bob Thornton be a dirtbag lawyer uh, is is fun. Anyways, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And let's talk about just vaccines in general uh, and how the Republicans are handling the whole situation <laughs> on like... You know what the fact that there is clear science saying this is good for the country. Right. Yeah. What? So where are we at? Imagine telling your child sex is missionary style their whole lives. <laughs> and then you introduce someone called 69 and you're like, Thank what the you. hell? Yes. Talk to, I thought it was it was just straight boring missionary. What is this 69 thing? I don't know. I don't like that. This is kind of where Republicans are at with screaming at their base about how no one knows what's going on with COVID. Not even science, not even the doctors, not even the experts. So why are they making us do this stuff? They don't even know. If you remember, that has been like the rhetorical thrust of their entire fuck everything they've been saying this last year. Nobody know who gives it. Nobody knows anything. So there's a real problem now because on top of that, they also had, you know, Trump who almost died from the fucking virus and then refused to let people see that he got vaccinated, even though he told people he did. He's like, I don't want them to see my upper under cover of night. Yeah. Can you put a nuptial sheet over the my arm when the injection is given? <laughs> sort of feels like what his vibes may have been. But uh, I would have now, loved to see that just to him in like a sleeveless going in for oh, the Jack for, been for the backs. Been yeah. through enough, man. We don't need to see him in a sleeveless. <laughs> but just now, but out. if you're looking at the numbers, like clearly, we're, we're the numbers are falling off in terms of inoculations, and like the people who want them seem to have be in the process of getting them, which leaves a huge chunk of people who are like not fucking with it at all. And when you look at who is not getting the vaccine, if you're a vaccine skeptic, uh, you might be a Republican because and male, essentially, more than anything. And when you look at how herd immunity is absolutely what we need for any semblance of, you know, the olden days uh, to come back, you know, like that, none of that's going to happen. We have millions of these assholes who are treating the vaccine like the last chance saloon for their toxic egos to put up a fight to be like, no, see, I'm not giving into this. This is the last thing I'll do. So now there's a thing called the Republican Doctors Caucus, where they're members of Congress who are also doctors, physicians, eugenicists, and (laughs) they are here to give a stern talking to to the Republican voters that are passing like, I'm good. I'm not getting that 5G shot. And I want to play this commercial for you because it's so fucking creepy that I'm already becoming a vaccine skeptic based on all these Republicans being like, hey, man, you should get the shot. 
So here is a message from the concerned physicians of the Republican Party. You today, not only as a United States Senator, but as a physician concerned for the health and safety of our nation. And today I want to talk with you about oh getting your COVID vaccine. Last year, the entire world was forced to face the COVID-19 pandemic head on. And now we, right. the American people, have the opportunity to achieve peace of mind. And live life as free as before <laughs> by choosing to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. Everybody uh -huh. had to wear their fucking doctor's coat to remind right. you. It's like, I'm not just a racist on TV. I'm a doctor on the <laughs> oh side, God. too. I'm also a sous chef. I mean, doctor <laughs> on the side. You can tell. They um, all, like, have the same face. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have face do. blindness or do they all no, look no, the exact same No, no, they all face? look exactly alike. It's wild. Like, I could have drawn all these guys before this video started, and I've never seen them before in my life. And for people who have not seen this, you can catch, you can see the link in the footnotes, but footnotes? it has, like, it feels like a sketch where you're in a dystopian world where, like, you're like, wait, y'all are believing these fucking people? Because, like, I'm already suspect of them. Like, yeah. just even though they're saying shit, I'm like, that's right. People should, uh, you know, think about their futures and, and being healthy. Uh, yeah. This thing is two minutes long, but I just want to go... They start going on by talking about like how we will get our freedoms back. And they start using this freedom pitch. So I just want right. to play you the, like the last 30 seconds. The freedom to do whatever Bill Gates tells me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, where this right. angry man in a lab coat tries to just softly encourage you to get your vaccination. And over 90% of doctors in the United States have already chosen to get vaccinated. I look forward to the freedom that I, along with my loved ones, will regain once the vast majority <laughs> of Americans are vaccinated. If everyone does their part in the coming weeks, Jesus. we will once again be able to worship together as a congregation. Gather with extended family. Okay, so yeah, there you go. They're on the freedom train. You yeah. know, we'll have freedom. You know, the freedom. And uh, ninety percent of doctors have been vaccinated. Uh -huh. I don't know if that is going to necessarily convince those people. They're not very uh, charismatic, should we say? The backdrop um, is also a giant syringe, which I don't think is the thing that you want to put forward, like at the front of your message to these people who are just clearly very scared of needles and don't like ouchies and are trying to incorporate that into their uh into like some brave political belief yeah what they need to put in the background is like a brett michaels concert <laughs> right yeah yeah just like you 100%. could be here uh -huh. it it's almost like whoever made the video just searched covid clip art yeah because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so like just fucking archaic looking but I just want to say this. Remember the guy who we just we saw in the lab coat who was like 90 percent of doctors, blah, yeah. blah, blah. His name is Senator Roger Marshall. Uh huh. And he also, for some reason, put out an op ed uh, in the Kansas City paper today, kind of going against everything he just said in that video, uh -huh. which he's towing this weird fucking line where he's just like. I don't know if you guys know what the heck's going on, because like he had to pivot to Biden bad or everything bad. I just want to read you some excerpts from this. He says in, he talks on talking about why why are vaccination rates so low in Kansas? What's going on? Mm. He says, in fact, almost half of Kansas, Kansas adults are uncertain about getting vaccinated. Why? Because like with most information surrounding the virus, politicians and bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. have not been transparent or consistent as they share the science surrounding the vaccine. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, man. 
You were just trying to tell people, easy, nicey, nicey, get the vaccine, yeah. get the vaccine. Then you put out your op and be like, man, these people know what the fuck they're doing. Oh they, have, they have these people on such off footing constantly. He then says, federal bureaucrats have changed directions with no meaningful explanation, no end game in sight, and no consistency. And blaming Anthony Fauci. It's like, were y'all, do, do you not forget you were, you were the problem? In you were everything you just described. You were the virus with the politicians not being transparent or consistent. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make me feel good that like all, all the times that their central message is just incompatible with survival, like it's just they can't they can't coexist like that ideology and then just like anything about a healthy community like they just can't do it. And right. So he has to completely contradict himself to to get it out there like that's got to be killing them a little bit, right? Like just slowly know. on the inside. No, like doesn't that more... give you cancer if you're like going out there being like, and I am a doctor also, so I know that this is where <laughs> cancer comes right. from. Going out there saying the medical truth in like a poorly produced video, and then like screaming at the top of your lungs, "They're lying to you!" Like right. that's at a certain I... level, like your soul dies a little. No, bit. that's because... like you have oh, right. to imply that they had a soul to begin with. Yeah, you're like, right. like bad, I feel like most for the most part, like people like that like don't have an inner world <laughs> like i yeah. don't think that they like give a they're fuck. just they're just lizards <laughs> I, the they are they're lizards out in the sun baking in the hot la weather right yeah. and then exactly hey with i mean a not... high of 84 and a low of 60 <laughs> yeah but it really 69. like i think with <laughs> sorry i don't know why i don't know why i took it back to low a place of, of local weather but i had i don't know no, we had to this is, yeah we had just to. called genius comedy it's a callback yeah. and with and <laughs> yeah. these republican doctors i think because more than anything they when you're a republican doctor you don't take you don't take the hippocratic oath you take the hypocritical motherfucker oath where yeah. you will constantly contradict yourself and not say anything consistent and he goes on to just saying Bureaucrats can't keep us from worshiping, gathering with extended family, traveling near and far with friends, enjoying life mask free. I hope you'll join me in choosing to receive the vaccine. Uh, wait, wait, where? Which one is it? Mm. You're mad at them. You're being like, yo, they fucked up. Huh? It's like they're because they're trying to keep the energy up that Biden bad still. But also, like, let's be real. All the business owners that donate to me. They know people need to get vaccinated for their businesses to actually pick back up because the right. science will prevent that from happening. So I don't know. They're, I think this is the other thing, too, is they don't realize or rather. Um, yeah, they don't realize we've constantly talked about how the Republicans whole sort of platform of just untethering their supporters from reality is just a weird game to play, because if you really need to explain something to them, they're not going to understand. Like, because right. the whole platform has been off. Nah, -uh, that ain't shit. That ain't real. Nothing's real. And you went from, okay, well, actually, now we need y'all to get the vaccine, please. Actually, that, mm -hmm. that, that was, that was just a lot of nonsense. Or, you know what? Um, actually, the election wasn't stolen. It mm -hmm. was just a lot of fuck. All right. Too late, huh? Hmm. Mm. Like, I don't, there's, I don't know how you come back. It's, uh, yeah, they're, they're completely fucked in terms of like internal cohesion and internal like integrity of any sort of message. I mean, I think it's like they're they can like have the worst PR plan of all time that completely just like eats its own ass and still like as long as everyone just like hates the same thing enough, like right. they'll just be fine because it's yeah. like all just based on like hating the same like list of things like really hardcore. Well, yeah, it's just truly all they can do now is 
just try and create hatred because yeah, they, they can't so do dark. policy. They can't do anything else. They really can't do anything else. You know, it's right. like, fuck it. We need to put hate towards trans people. Fuck it. We need to put hate towards this, the scientific community or vaccines because they don't have the wherewithal anymore to actually like they're not the, they're not fiscal conservatives or balancing them. They're not any of that shit anymore. <laughs> so they no, it's just it's just like let's all hate the same. Let's all just be like incredibly hateful and hate, like hate, 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 hate. ride the hate wave. Yeah, like it's a player haters ball. Yeah. Let's talk Tucker. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. What, what, what's he What's he reaching for these days? <laughs> I mean, just again, there's so many real things to talk about, but right now Republicans have to find anything but the actual things to talk about. So right now because our president joey badass is out here saying like we're relaxing the mask uh fucking protocols you don't have to wear it if you're vaxxed and outdoors unless you're in a crowd and all this stuff because that's been a huge thing of being like where are we at with masks outdoors what are you saying to do what are you saying not to do so tucker carlson spent so much time about this idea of masks as a few different things first he was likening it to child abuse where he's like as for forcing children to wear masks outside, that should be illegal because mm-hmm. he's going on this whole thing about how it's like part of your mental obedience to like the party. So it's like wearing a Kim Jong Un pin or something in North Korea. That's what you do to wear your mask, to show fealty, uh, to demonstrate fealty. And so he's just talking about like if you see someone like a child wearing a mask, like you, it should be no different than what your response would be if you see someone beating a child in a Walmart. Call the police is what he says. How is it hurting the child? Does he have a, a uh, well, read on uh, Well, what you're looking at is abuse. It's child. This is cool. What you're looking at is abuse. It's child abuse, and you are morally obligated to attempt to prevent it. If it's your own children being abused, then act accordingly, which I will play you this clip because he starts talking about like what to do if, again, if it, let's say it was your kid. And you are morally obligated to attempt to prevent it. If it's your own children being abused, then act accordingly. Let's say your kid's school emailed you to announce that every day after lunch, your sixth grader was going to get punched in the face by a teacher. How would you respond to that? That's precisely how you should respond when they tell you that your kids have to wear masks on the soccer field. That is unacceptable, dangerous, and we should act like it because it is. How is it dangerous? Because he says, like, they're zealots, only zealots wear masks. Then he had this other thing. He's like, 64% of white liberals have been diagnosed with some kind of mental health issue. And so he that's why they them, wear masks. calls them neurotics. Yeah, neurotics <laughs> wear them. Uh, it's like this whole, it's just so all over the place. It's truly, you're like, I don't even know. Like, that's a jump, right? To say, right. Yeah. they're punching your kid in the face. Yeah. No, every every, t- every time Tucker Carlson speaks, it's like when somebody, like, you know, in, in like, your class in high school when you were, like, assigned what uh, side you have to be on for yeah. a topic. And it's just, like, he, like, didn't do the work. He's just, like, really trying to, like, hustle on this side that, like, doesn't make any sense. And he just is, like, saying insane shit. Like, he was talking earlier. I watched the clip that you guys had in this in this doc about, like, He's like, if you see someone wearing a mask, stop them and say, please take off your mask. You're making yeah. me uncomfortable. <laughs> so like, so is your MAGA hat. Yeah. So we'll just nasty. be on our way, huh? You're a piece yeah. of shit and I believe in science. All right. See you later. <laughs> it's, like, right. it's like, yeah, you're making me uncomfortable as well. <laughs> like, hat, what? I, again, it's just all this weird way to try and he's trying to create 
more outrage among the base to be more confrontational in public. Like it's so transparently clear that this is meant to whip them into a friend, just get everybody so excited about this idea of masks that all he can do is be like, they're punching your kids in the face. They're zealots. What's going on? You better yeah. tell them to not wear a mask. Like it, the outrage is really, it's wearing thin. And you know what's wild? It got fucking weirder in the episode in terms of what he's likening to mask wearing. He had, look, I'm just, he had a guest on, a, a, I don't know. It was, oh, actually, it was actually fucking Matt Walsh. And they were talking about like, UCB? <laughs> yeah, Matt Walsh <laughs> is one of the four. He's out here. Uh, but again, talking about what it means to be a man wearing a mask. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, I had the same experience you're talking about. I was in Austin uh, a few days ago, and I'm walking outside without a mask on, and people are staring at me like I'm the crazy one for not having a mask on. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you're if you're walking outside with a mask on, I should be looking at you, and I do look at you like uh, like I would look at a grown man hugging a teddy bear and having a pacifier in his mouth while he's walking down the street. This is your security blanket. There's no reason for you to have it on. You're just afraid. You're you're afraid of fresh air. That's what's happening. People are afraid to breathe air. And we're making it so that kids are afraid of air, too. And that's uh, insane to me. I agree with you completely. I, I, would, <laughs> I would even actually up the analogy and say a vaccinated person, someone with antibodies wearing a mask outside is, is like watching a grown man expose himself in public. That's disgusting. Put it away, please. Okay. What the fuck are you talking what, about? What does that even mean? What? I don't, again, this, this is like the same shit. It's like, this has nothing to do with you. This has right. actually nothing to do with you. If you yeah. want to be the freaky piece of shit who alienates themselves because they don't want to wear a mask to consider others, then so be it. But someone else wearing it has a fuck all to do with these people. But like, that's why it's so bizarre that like Tucker's like, yeah, I mean, you're basically like you're you're gay if you wear a mask, dude. Like, you're, what are you going to be like a fucking little boy with a baby fucking like, what are you going to do? Take, take your penis out? But he's what? like his sense of the world is so like just dominated by misogyny and white supremacy. Like because, because uh, guys running around exposing themselves as a crime that is like only perpetuated by like middle-aged white guys like him. He is like, he's like that, that I feel like he can't think of that as being a, like that bad a thing. So he's like, I mean, it's the same thing basically because I personally think it's weird. And yeah. so that's anything I think is weird is the same across right, the board. The same as uh, sexual assault, basically. It's like it's, hanging brain in public. It's also like, <laughs> were people looking at you or were you like mad dogging people who were wearing masks and then they look back at you like, why are you looking at me? Yes, these and people, they, yeah. That's like, nobody exactly. gives a shit about you. <laughs> yeah. So thirsty to be able to turn your fucking cell phone on and sh record your stupid rhetorical martyrdom video where you're like, <laughs> and I, I, I actually I'm wearing it because I believe in science. Actually, it's all of you all in here who are afraid of air. No right. one fucking said that. I just want to say I am afraid of air, though, just to be clear. I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> and I am a neurotic. <laughs> and yeah. I am neurotic. <laughs> neurotic to the bone. No doubt about it. You know what I mean? I sometimes I do give myself the creeps. Yeah. Just and continue on the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> sometimes I like to kiss Fauci. <laughs> the only, the thing the only safe person to kiss, by the way. He Thank calls you. him Tony. He's like Tony Fauci. It's like, you don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. call him Tony. <laughs> it's like when he talks, to, he talks about his friend Antonio Banderas as Tony Flags.
Tony <laughs> Flags is the best nickname. We're close, so. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about Marco Rubio. The other, we we might as well just get through all of the Star shit that studded. is happening in the soul. Mental inversions. The tortured soul of the uh, Republicans right now. So Marco Rubio is pissed uh, yeah. at corporations. Mm-hmm. And to the point that he's like basically threatening to become a socialist. Is that basically where we're dude, at? Based Rubio, dude, comrade Rubio, <laughs> hold it down. Fucking throw down the gauntlet for these corporations, please, vis a vis your op ed that you wrote. He's got yeah. this whole thing in the New York Post where, where all my favorite op eds are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's when you know it's some real next level analysis coming through from a racist. And they can't believe, like, his whole thing is like these corporate monsters we fed for so long. Why are they going to pivot to like woke stuff and do things like act in their own self-interest because they're reading the tone of society? Right. <laughs> What's happening? So yeah. this is what he says. Uh, he wrote this op-ed in the beginning. This is just like sort of in the middle. He said, quote, to help our corporations fulfill their patriotic role, the GOP especially enacted business friendly policies. We kept tax rates low, slashed red tape where appropriate and limited the reach of labor unions. But wow. But somewhere along the line, corporations began prioritizing short term financial windfalls and ruthless offshoring. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, very true. Damn, That's true. Damn, Hold on. Go on. <laughs> and you did those? do all that. You yeah. have been limiting the ability of labor to organize. Go on, sir. He says, quote, corporate America began to view these good jobs, families, communities, and even the nation as an afterthought. American yep. workers of all backgrounds suffered as a result. Corporate yep. greed annihilated an entire way of life. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so you were aware of all that? And you were yeah, still yeah. doing this shit? Like, as yeah. a, it's all like the quid pro quo that he, uh, outlines here is way too honest he's like yeah we were helping y'all out so you would keep us in power and you were annihilating the american families and we were fucking cool with that but so, now and now you're gonna be far. on now you're gonna be on fucking megan markle's side oh <laughs> yeah, what is this <laughs> like it's so dumb because it's all just about the fact that they don't that because anyway let's keep going because he's like because i'll do something about it yeah this is what he's going to do. Quote, cutting corporate taxes and especially investment taxes makes sense if U.S. companies are going to invest in American industry. But if they're instead prioritizing offshoring operations or simply returning windfalls to shareholders, then policymakers are going to start being more careful in how we structure tax cuts. Oh, what? Go on. He's like, Marco? I'm going to tell the fucking truth if you don't start. Uh, backing us in these fucking political uh, You better defend de facto white supremacy, you <laughs> right. fucks. So then he goes on. <laughs> so first he's saying, I'll get rid of your tax cuts next. Employer-friendly labor laws make sense in a world where corporate CEOs feel an obligation to their fellow countrymen and workers. But the logic of resisting labor representation on behalf of corporate management falls apart if an American worker is no different to the corporation than any other input. Wow. Yeah, so man. Gonna, you will cut these tax breaks and make it easier for labor to get organized. Thank you, Marco. <laughs> what? What does he start talking about the wokeness? Like, is that the beginning of the article or where, where does this come from? I mean, this is, yeah, in the beginning, he's just sort of talking about all the things that's happening with Georgia and like companies just starting to like speak up about societal issues. And they're like, who did you right. guys used to do this? Like, what is this now? Right. 
And it's just, it's, and I think this is the problem they're finding themselves in. They're so confused and they don't realize the absurdity of their ideology, which is so, it's so regressive that right. you're not going to go anywhere except backwards and eventually hit a wall because you've, you're burning up any chance you have of any kind of forward movement. So yeah, you're someone like Marco Rubio. You're like, you have to, you have to be against all this wokeness uh, from these companies. But since you've been on the side of corporate profiteering, your only pivot can only lead to progressive policy. Like Damn, that's the son. only thing you, and so you know what? Congratulations. Yeah. You one in the iPod. <laughs> wow. Wow. I have a headache from this essay by, by Marco Rubio. Like they don't, I don't it's know. It's so just, many but different I guess directions. like he's just, yeah, blunt to them for being like blunt to yeah. the companies. Like we'll get rid of your tax breaks and we'll let people get, you want, you want organized labor? It's like, yeah, the people do actually, it shows that people have better outcomes when they're, when they're unionized in every yeah. industry. Uh, but then the stuff he's, okay, I'll do the stuff it. he's like saying, if you do this, that's stuff they've already been doing for 20 years that you're talking about, like offshoring all your profits and treating the workers like shit. Like what the only, like it has nothing to do with whatever fucking wokeness he's objecting to. So he's just basically describing like the state of the American worker and like corporate America right. yeah. and then being like, and that's, well, it, well, I'll describe it out so, loud again. If you, uh, <laughs> keep, keep criticizing us. Yeah. Even the co company's like, yo, shut up, dude. Like, right. even, I mean, like we get what you're saying, but like, do you hear, do you hear yourself? I feel like this started as an email, a private email. And he's yeah. like, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. I'm going to turn yeah. it into an op-ed. Because, yeah, yeah someone, the shit yeah. he's saying, like, that logic works in an email where it's, like, between donors and politicians who are like, look, we let you fuck people over, and in return, you, you do the, you fuck people over in the specific way we're describing. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's wild, man. Yeah. There, you love to see it. <laughs> this has been another segment of, uh, you hate to see it. Uh, where we check in with the Republicans. With uh, the based Republican. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a, another quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. So there's a couple that were planning their dream wedding in Florida. They had the venue picked out. They did not let the fact that they had no access to that venue stop them yeah uh, from literally planning their wedding and like going there on the day of they they did everything they set up a wedding website they got motherfucking vendors you know to set up for this wedding everything they uh, invitations all this is happening where they said inviting friends and family to celebrate at their dream home and estate and the mm. when you, and you look at the photos like it's not this shit is gigantic it has a tennis court and bar and pool all that shit but unfortunately, even though they did say in their wedding website, they, they actually said that God had intervened to reunite them after 30 years for Courtney and Shanita to get married at this estate. Except the problem was on wedding day, the owner of the house just saw a bunch of people setting up. And I just want to take it from this call where he calls the police so confused because there's a bunch <laughs> of vendors and shit trying to set up a wedding at his property. When the wedding party showed up Saturday morning to set up, the homeowner called 911. I have people trespassing on my property. 
and they keep harassing me, calling me, and uh, they say they're having a wedding here, and it's God's uh, message. Perturbed, and so they kept telling him. <laughs> the whole thing was this old man had put this house on the market a few months ago, and this dude came through, saw the house, and was like, hey. I think we might be, I think we could have a wedding here <laughs> and nobody will Fuck. fucking figure hey. it out. Hey man, I, I say this fucking genius. If the shit had worked. Yeah. Right. If the shit yeah. had worked execution, execution. If this shit had worked, this right. would be, this is a story you tell to your motherfucking kids. Let me tell you what we did for our wedding. This is a story of a lifetime. If the shit worked, right. if that motherfucker didn't come back in town, and, and he wasn't there. Let me tell you something. And this shit got executed, and you made it. You made it to your motherfucking honeymoon, and that's a story that people talk about. How amazing your fucking wedding was. Yeah, and yo, you are legendary. You are right. fucking legends. Like Sell no the wedding goes down story. as wow. It's the best wedding I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, right. But in your in your story, you know what fucking you know that shit ain't yours. But you, <laughs> hey, a shit. This shit trumps. It, this shit just trumps going to someone motherfucking barbecue and you riding down the street you see a dope ass cookout and you say shit i'm about to pull over park this motherfucking car <laughs> put these fucking flip-flops on and i'm gonna blend i'm gonna blend the fuck in i got a, I got, I got, I got a case of beer in the trunk mm -hmm. i'm gonna carry this case God of beer I, i'm gonna carry this fucking case of beer in this motherfucking backyard put this bitch down open it up start putting these motherfuckers in the cooler and right. no one's gonna know the difference mm -hmm. that yeah. see now, this shit right here, it's a lot more moving parts. Yeah. See, <laughs> the more moving parts you have, the harder it is to get this shit executed. This this right. is not like going through a motherfucking cookout. I promise you. No. There's, there's levels to this shit. But if this fucking dude wasn't home, if if he wasn't home, let me tell you something. This shit would have went down in history. Now, what do, you think he, what do you think they told their guests, though? Because that's the second part. Like, because at a certain point, they'd be like, Wait, what happened to the wedding? And it's like, ah, <laughs> shit. shit. If I if I was uh, if I was my if I was my wedding mm. invitation, I say, look, I would write down in fine print at the bottom of that. <laughs> don't ask, hey, don't ask me a motherfucking thing. I would have that right there in tiny writing. Don't ask me a motherfucking thing. Enjoy yourself and mind your motherfucking fuck? business. Yeah, mind your own. Right there, right at the base, right at the bottom of that fucking invite. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and enjoy yourself. It's funny. shit. It's wild too because like the and they were cool about it. Once the cops came, they're like, "Do you own this place?" They're like, "Nah," but God has willed us to be married here. Hey, and they're like, "Nah, you don't own this." So God ain't. <clears> that's your shit. go to. That's your go to. You go to that. That becomes your 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 alibi and your excuse. You know how many people use God as an alibi? Right. God is everybody's alibi. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You throw that in there. You hoping that this cop is religious and he understands that sometimes right. you're calling. You get a call in sometimes, and you got to do what you got to do. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, you know what? I, I this hear you. this I hear this you. falls under the, the category that I call when you want to make something happen, and you're at the threshold of trying to make something happen. You are subject to what a lot of people in prison are subject to: the fuck it syndrome. Fuck mm -hmm. it. When you mm -hmm. when you are past logical thinking and you enter the realm of fuck it. Right. You, a lot of people in jail, a lot of people are in jail because of fuck it. Because they, they yeah. were at a threshold and they said, fuck, man, man, I'm fucking broke. I didn't hit this bank, man. I got this fucking mask. I'm going to go in this fucking bank and make it happen. You have officially crossed the fuck it 
the fuck it line. Fuck it. Yeah. I got nothing to lose. Fuck it. These people had nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. If the shit worked, the shit worked. If yeah. the shit don't work, fuck it, man. Yeah. All you gonna do is say, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck off my property. And they did. And it was and and, all and, good. And that's it. No and citations, that's it. nothing. That's They're it. Like, of course. We tried. You took a swing at it. Yeah. You took a swing at life. And it shit didn't work. It was almost like, yeah, work. it's like that Embiid half court shot that almost went in the other yeah. day. Half yeah, court. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Full, full court. Or full yeah. court, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, you're, Yo. you're like, fuck, it almost went in. <laughs> it was so I close. Almost had the wedding. Being but here's what, here's what, here's what they should have done. The only person they should have let in on everything would have been the officiant or, or, or the pastor or whoever they got uh, right, right. running things. Look, and make man, it the religion look, of the homeowner. Exactly. You say, look, man, <laughs> we got we we had to make this shit happen. You know, I right. love this woman. She loves me. We need to make this shit happen today. So I need you to be on the same page as my wife, my future wife, and myself. <laughs> right. When she, if you see anybody, if you hear police cars, if you see fucking cars rolling up, if you see motherfuckers walking into the backyard, four or five deep in uniforms, or if you see a homeowner come out that fucking back door. You rush that shit fast as you can and say, <laughs> you may kiss the bride, motherfucker. <laughs> just get it done. Get it done. Me? Get it done. Yeah. You just get that shit. Just speed yeah. the fuck. Man, you right. speed the fuck up, man. Because we're taillights in about up. five minutes. We're taillights. <laughs> you speed that shit the fuck up and say, everybody enjoy yourselves. Right. And you say, I want you to say this. I want you to say this too. Say, hey. Da -da 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 -da. You say, I do. You may kiss the bride. Everybody. We're going to meet at Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> or, or, or wherever. Right, or wherever right, you're going right. to fucking meet. So you yell out something so everybody yeah. know where the after party is going to be at. Right. right exactly. After party, you know, at our real house right. or whatever. At our real house over on Culver Drive. Right. Shit. It feels like you, something. Y'all know like... where I live. Y'all know where my <laughs> other house is at. You know, that's that where we're going to cook out at my other house. Yeah. That's actually, the fuck or, or my mama's house. Whichever one, whoever Which gets there one? first. But, it feels like one of those things, too, where you like, you heard about this happen generations ago. We're like, you know, yeah. my uncle did this in the seventies where he oh, saw man. a house and, and it feels like that idea tried to be done in 2021. And you're like, yo, technology oh. is so far gone. There's no way you can just pull up to a big ass mansion, mansion like that and just make this thing work. But it feels like it was inspired by a true, like it, some, they got this idea from somebody. It, it this is, is going to be a good rom-com for sure. Oh, oh yeah, man, you got. Oh yeah, yeah. A stressful people, rom. -com. People have this has worked. People yeah. have had full <laughs> ass parties right. in these fucking mansions in Beverly Hills. They have gotten away with this shit. I'm right. telling you, you can do it. The person you got to research the person, make sure they out of the country or somewhere. Right. And you know, but and and you you got to you know, but also everybody's fucking alarm system is hooked to their phone, all the cameras and shit. They can see everything going on through their fucking right. phone at their house. Right. You gotta find some way to conceal that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> gotta the have main, a loop. Like yeah, speed. You gotta do the camera that's in the back, that's aiming towards the yard. You gotta get a, like a fake ass bird or some shit. But that motherfucker <laughs> thinks oh, that's a fucking bird in front of the camera. Fucking right. bird. I hate those fucking birds. Get a bird. And you turn your, and you would never think that you never, you won't think twice. Yeah, fucking, like fucking birds. Bird. You'll turn uh, your phone off and continue your motherfucking vacation out of town. Right. Meanwhile. Right. That bird is concealing that full ass wetting in that backyard. Right. Ooh, that fake ass bird. See, That's okay. all you fucking need. So fake now, ass bird. Uh, just off the strength of this episode, right now we have a vegan cooking show with you, JB, and also JB Wedding Planner. Uh, the <laughs> wedding planner show, too. I like oh, that Wedding shit. Impossible. Yeah. 
Wedding Impossible. I was going to say that. Wedding Impossible. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm trying that's to get the you. name of the movie I'm right to, there. Hey, this is about love. This right. is about fucking love right now. <laughs> I'm trying to unite people and shit. Right. You, exactly. These people want to be together by any means necessary. They're going to be together. Fine. I'm going to make that shit happen. I'm going to make that shit happen. <laughs> I'm just thinking Fuck of how you, so you have them win a fake contest for like a cruise and then you just pay for their cruise, maybe like a, but oh, it's a shitty cruise. Oh, like you, so you like so there's a little money spent up front to get the owners front, out of the house. Yeah, to get the, the owners out. Fuck, they win. They fucking win something. Right? Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta, them, you gotta get them a fuck out of there. Get them right. a fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, an, another great thing is this: you hire fake ass. Uh, what do you call those guys? Uh, exterminators and shit. Yes. Say, this fucking Tent house. The house. This fucking yeah. house gotta be. This is. I'm telling you. You tell them that several homeowners in the area is an infestation of fucking termites right. and fucking mm-hmm. bugs, and they're mm-hmm. all inside your fucking walls. They're oh, in your no. walls. You you wouldn't see them. They're in your walls. This eating your fucking house so, away. So what should I do? Right. What, what do you, what do you suggest? Yeah, I'm, well, you know what? Yo. Here's, what we, here's what we have a special sale going on at our company. Uh-huh. We are what we're doing is this. You know, for your business and for your referrals to your other friends and anyone who has any problems with insects, we're giving away a free cruise. <laughs> the Bahamas. Wow. The Bahamas. So exterminator cruise. But it's worth yeah. it because it's fucking worth it because what what is what is the cost? It's right. a wedding costs way more than that. Yeah. Shit. Right. You can invest to take a portion of your budget and put that shit towards that trip. All expense paid. Yeah. You don't take care, you don't worry about it. You got drink tickets, you got all that shit. Enjoy your enjoy yourself. When you come back, you're gonna have a yeah. fucking a fucking uh a home that's safe and fucking insect free. Boom. Shit. Find out what Wash '90s band they're a fan of. Oh like, man, yo, it's the 311 yeah. cruise. <laughs> oh right, right. Enjoy themselves. You, you, Enjoy yourself. I don't remember entering this contest. But... I don't remember doing this. <laughs> they're like oh. Poison is doing a cruise. Do you want to go see that? <laughs> what? Oh, the hair metal I love, I love Poison. Yeah, great, great, man. Just here's your here. We got your van Ooh. right here. Take you to Fort Lauderdale so you can bomb voyage oh, it. Up. You know, it'd be a dope ass cruise. The Wu Tang cruise. Oh, that should be. That would be. The Wu Tang Cruise, the thirty six oh. chambers, like I mean, oh, whoa, whoa, fucking, all theme, the whole thing is themed out. Oh my god, <laughs> I would go on that shit. Ooh. I mean, yeah. Woo. Woo. call that shit Woo Woo Cruise. Okay, Woo. come Woo. on, man. Damn, Woo Cruise. We need that. That's kind of kind of dope. That's dope. I need that shit in my life. The Woo Cruise. Woo-hoo. But can they get all nine members to show up at the same time? Uh, that that's 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 the maybe maybe if, if if you do that shit in advance and let people know what, what's coming up, shit. right? Mm. Oh, oh, this is I just don't want Capadonna to step in for somebody who's not there. Like, you know <laughs> I mean? I'm, like, I'm like Capadonna, where's you, God? Where's you, God? <laughs> I don't see golden arms up here. This is a fucking tragedy, and I want my money back. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist please like and review the show if you like the show uh means the world to miles he he needs your validation folks uh i hope you're having a great weekend and i will talk to you monday bye